As we are a church driven by the cross, we seek to provide the tools you need to stay the course. So add our Gregory Manual podcast on Apple and Spotify, filled with your favorite Sunday sermons and midweek motivations. Follow our bishop, first lady, and church on all social media platforms to stay connected and to see what's happening. Greater Emmanuel, welcome to Midweek Motivation. I am your sister, Ryan, and I'm coming with a few announcements. Kids with Voices for Jesus, KWVJs, is back, and we have rehearsal every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Good Medicine Entertainment and Greater Emmanuel presents something like the Wizard Christmas play. December 22nd and 23rd at 7 p.m. Tickets are available right now, right now. Christmas in the Cathedral, Christmas Day, December 25th at 1045 a.m. We hope to see you there. Thank you. And now let's head over to watch First Lady in Me with Motivation. God bless you for this is the day that the Lord has made and we will rejoice and be glad in it. Thank God for this day. I'm glad to be here to of course, always ready and willing to receive the word of the Lord. And I'm ready to give unto you and extend to you what God has given to me concerning the Bible study on today. We want to honor God for our leader, um, Bishop J. Drew Sheard, the one and only my husband, Bishop J. Drew Sheard, he is my pastor, my confidant, and my rock. I honor him today for this opportunity to come before you to give you what thus said the Lord concerning our everyday living. I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm excited because um, I have just been in awe of God's word. And as it comes through our bishop, our leader, and those that are in ministry. Uh, Kiara Shear Kelly has been amazing and just expounding the word of the Lord for our everyday living. And I'm sure you have been blessed. And my prayer today is that you are blessed uh, on today with the word that God has given unto me. Um, today, um, I want to uh, remind you to uh, like and share so someone can uh, be blessed along with you. We want our brothers and sisters to be blessed and know what the word can do in your everyday living. You'd be surprised how you take this word and feast off of it. And you'd be surprised how you take this word and apply it to your life. It will be a blessing. I mean, I got some witnesses. I know I got some witnesses. I need you to just put in the chat and just say that the word has helped me through my everyday living. Yes, it has helped all of us. So I want to give you a word on today. Um, I am just going to start with, I want to talk about uh, the uh, priority of prayer. We want to talk about prayer. I have a prayer life. I want to ask you, what is your prayer life like? This is so important. You got to know that prayer is a vehicle to get you to your destination. Hallelujah. Striving to be close to our Savior. Wow. Did you get that? Yes. That is the vehicle. Prayer is. It's important. It's an essential tool 
It's an essential tool that we need in our everyday living. So please know that prayer is important for your life. So I want to talk about the priority of prayer. The priority of prayer. You heard the saying, priorities. You have to uh, prioritize in your life. Um, put things in the right perspective. That's so important that we um, um, go forth and, and, and move forward and putting things in the right position, putting in things in the right place, just like you have in your closet. You have your shoes in one place. You have your clothes and dresses in one place. And so with prayer, you have to position prayer in your life. It is a priority, but it has to be at the top of your list. It has to be at the top of your list. So my question to you is, how often do you pray? What do you pray about? Is it always just what you want from God? Are you just seeking his blessing and seeking his things and not seeking his face? Oh, God, help us today. You have to be in a place where, God, I want to seek your face. That's my priority, is that when I get down on my knees and pray, I want to seek his face. So what do you pray about? One of the reasons that people do not pray, uh, just one, just, it's just one. Don't judge me. This is just one of the reasons that people do not pray. They can be hindered by sin. Ah, the devil comes to kill, steal, and destroy. Yes, that's his job. But you have to combat him with prayer, getting on your knees of prayer. So we have to make sure that sin doesn't get in the way. Because when I get down on my knees, when I pray, just for instance, this is just me, that when I get down on my knees, my knees, I ask God, Lord, before I ask you for anything, I want you to remove what is going to hinder my connection to you. That's so important. When you have ongoing sin in your life, you are not prone to want to get in the presence of God. You see, presence, getting in the presence of God, I'm telling you, many things can happen. Getting down on your knees. And then sometimes just in your car or wherever, just... Just making your atmosphere conducive to the communication with God. So you have to talk to him about your life unless you are willing and ready to lay it down and get it right with God first. Hallelujah. So you can make sure that connection is clear. So we have to remove sin. What does the Bible says in Hebrews 12 and 1? Let's go to Hebrews 12 and 1. It says, wherefore, seeing we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which doth so easily beset us and let us run with patience the race that is set before us. So we have to run. This is a race. We live in a world that so much is happening. Everything is happening fast. We're living in a microwave world. And we want this real fast, real fast, real fast. But sometimes you can move so fast and then you can be interrupted by sin if you do not have your priority in the right place. And that's making sure that you have it right with God first. So we got to make sure that sin doesn't get in the way. 
Do you have confidence? That's my question to you that God is going to answer when you get down. Okay, we have dotted every I and crossed every T. So that's a part of making sure that you are in the right position to prioritize a good prayer life. Do you have confidence that God is going to answer your prayer? Do you believe? Do you have the faith? The faith to believe. Do you have confidence? Do you have assurance? Do you have certainty? Do you have courage? Do you have determination? Oh, yes. Do you have that courage when oh, the darts of the trials come your way? Mm. Do you have the courage in knowing that no matter what, I am going to stand firmly on my faith that I believe that God is going to answer my prayer. Ah, faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things. You know the word. Come on, it's the evidence of things not seen. So even in the midst of uncertainty, you got to know that we serve a God of certain. Yes, he, he is that kind of God. Do you have determination? Do you have the tenacity? Ah, do you have backbone? You know, we get into a place sometimes, you know, oh, we, we just got this backbone. Oh, I'm going to love the Lord today. Oh, but when the enemy hear you say that, sometimes, Lord have mercy. It's like, oh, he, he getting out his ammunition. But he don't know you got some ammunition too. Listen, one thing that Bishop says about me is that I'm his secret weapon. I can be his secret weapon in so many ways. Okay, yes, I'm the wife of the bishop. But you have to understand that the most important weapon that I am. Mm, and that's having the power of prayer, prioritizing. Yes, and I got some good ammunition. When I get down on my knees and pray, the devil better look out. Mm, so that's part of having that backbone. Even when the devil tries you, you got to have that backbone and courage to move forward in faith. Do you have boldness? That's one thing that we need. We got to have boldness. Oh, yes. In Ephesians 3 and 12, what does it say? In whom we have boldness. Go there. Get the scripture. In Ephesians 3 and 12, in whom we have boldness and access with confidence by the faith of him. Listen. You got to have, you, when you get down on your knees, you're going boldly. Say, I know that by the time I get up, I am going to receive what God has for me and he's going to answer my prayer. Do you have confidence in your father? Do you have confidence in your father? Think about that for a minute. Many times um, uh, I watch my husband, who's an excellent father, who has been an excellent father to his children. And a lot of times um, they know. I, I used to watch my daughter sometime. He'll probably, when she was little, he, he'll play with her and, and have her to fall back sometimes. And she's having confidence that daddy will hold me up. 
And I'm saying to myself, yeah, you better hold my daughter up. I have those moments. But I don't have to worry because the father has a, it's just something about the father have a sense of covering their children and looking out for their children. So please know that you have to have confidence in your father, the God. Hallelujah. You are the child of God. You are part of the royal family. You're adopted in the royal family. So know that if you're a child of God, God's going to look out for his children. So you have to know that prayer is the most important thing we as a child of God can do. Yes, yes, that's a part of prioritizing. In your everyday living, when you wake up in the morning, that's the first thing should be on your mind. We must make it a lifestyle. Mm -hmm. We must make it a lifestyle. Yes, you have certain things that you like to do. And one of those things should be at the top of your list is that I like to pray. I, I like to talk to a, a God who can hear me when I can't talk to nobody else, when I can't discuss things that I can discuss with an individual, but I can talk to God and he knows even before I talk to him what I need. So God the Father will look out for, your chi for his children. Talking to God, the sovereign God of the universe, you got to realize who you are, who you are, and you got to realize who God is to you. God of the universe who has all knowledge and all power. Listen, that's the best friend and confidant you could ever have is that knowing that I can talk to God about anything. Listen, you can talk to God. Get down on your knees. If you're wrestling with trials and tribulations, you got to know that you have a God that has all power in his hand. He can move on your behalf. I believe he can. Oh, yeah, because he feels what you can feel. Hallelujah. Even before you ask. But coming to him and you don't trust him. Now, listen at this. When you come into him and you don't trust him as your savior, you can forget about the praying. Forget about your prayers. It's going to be like a sounding brass and a tinkling cymbal. Forget about your prayers. If you don't trust him, if you don't have the faith to believe that he can do exceedingly and abundantly above all that we could ask or think, your prayers are null and void. No, he is willing to forgive you. First, you got to move sin out the way and move everything that's putting blockage in your way from the communication with God. So let's go to James 5 and 16. James 5 and 16. It says, confess your faults one to another and pray one for another that ye may be healed. The effectual fervent prayer of the righteous man availeth much. You got to keep your line clear, praying to God, saying, before I ask you for anything, remove. So that's the effectual fervent prayer of the righteous. So you got to make sure you're walking in righteousness. You're talking in righteousness. It can't be, oh, well, Lord, I'm going to get it right today um, just because I need certain things for you to work out for me. I need you to answer this prayer. Uh-uh. That's a part-time lover. No, God wants a full-time commitment with God. He wants a full, full-time communication with him. I would be a terrible wife 
if I just talk to my husband when I need something. But I make sure that every now and then I, I keep my communication clear. I let him know because we travel here and there. I, I do the same. Let him know because God has given him to me. I let him know. I appreciate you for all you have done. I want to stay in communication. I don't just want you for what you can get give to me, but I want you to know that I love you. And that's what we have to do with God. We have to stay in communication and let him know every now and then. Sometimes I get down on my knees. Do you sometimes get down on your knees and say, God, I don't want to ask you for anything today. I wonder, do I have some people out there that every now and then you say, Lord, I know. Not those of you that, that got a list and you won't treat God like Santa checking it twice and going to find out who's naughty and nice. Please, no, that's not what this is all about. No, we serve an amazing God that I want you to remember that he is a God that is there for you at all times. But you got to make sure the communication is clear. So prayer is the most important event in our lives. You have to make it important in our lives. Uh, one of the clear verses in first, let's go to first Thessalonians 5 and 17. First Thessalonians 5 and 17, 5 and 17. Uh, Paul says in the beginning of the first verse, he says, rejoice always evermore. Here we find this particular verse. The apostle Paul is writing to the Thessalonian Christians in the days in which he writes his epistles were the days of Rome. So we think things are bad here. You think things are bad now and where we live in in our country that we live in today. This is nothing compared to the kind of life they had to live in this kind of world back in the days. Oh yeah, it, they had power, they had threats, they had heartache, they had so much atrocity. And all the things that, that they had to face, listen to what Paul says in the beginning that we need to learn from because we're going through all of this craziness in this world today. So please take the words of what Paul said. He says, rejoice always. Oh yes, put that in your spirit. Listen, when you go outside and you see much happening in the world, you're watching the news, you see this happening. That's why I don't watch news so much. It's okay to find out what's happening in the world, but it, sometimes that can mess up, mess up your mindset. But we have to stay in the mindset of knowing that I am going to be steadfast no matter what and do what Paul said. Rejoice always evermore. Rejoice in the Lord. Rejoice. Mm. Somebody said, well, how in the world am I going to rejoice? And I'm going through this. Listen, that's the key. That's that's what. Uh, uh, messes up the devil and his enemy. That, that's what messes him up. He think you ought to be sad and moping and, and, and you know, poping around. But no, we're going to rejoice because I know who my maker is. I know who my God is. I know where I get my joy. I know where my joy comes from. For the joy of the Lord is your strength. So you have to learn how to rejoice evermore. Pray without ceasing. 
That's what the scripture says. Pray without ceasing and everything give thanks for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Listen, pray. You got to learn how to pray without fainting. Mm, come on, stop giving up so much. Stop throwing in the towel. You don't have to throw in the towel when you know who your God is, when you know who your Savior is, when you know who your Deliverer is. Don't throw. Somebody needs that right now. Don't throw in the towel because if you stay all oh, holding fast to his word and believe and trust in him, yes, he will come to your rescue in everything in the midst of it all. In every situation, in the heat of it. Listen, when you're in the heat, sometimes we can be so in the heat of that problem, in the heat of that situation. But listen, this is the key. But thank him in it. Listen, you got to learn how to thank him in it. Mm, you know why? Because God can get in the midst of that trial ah, and flip the script. I know what I saw God do in my life. Listen, God knows how to turn things around. Oh, you hear people saying, God is a, oh, God that turns things around. Yes, he knows how to turn it around and flip the script in it. When the enemy has written out a script that, oh, you ain't going to make it today. Mm. God knows how to rewrite your story. Y'all need to put that in the chat. God knows how to rewrite the script for your life, for you to live a life abundantly when we serve this almighty God, as we give thanks in advance. Give him in advance. You gotta thank him in advance. Lord, I may not see it. I may not see it right now, but I know you can be a way maker. That's why you gotta come to church. Mm, oh God, help us. And even in where you are now, in your living room, Come with a posture. Come before the Lord with the posture of worship, with the posture of expectation, with the posture of believing. Hallelujah. That's a part of prioritizing. You got to make sure that you have a posture of worship. Yes, a posture of worship and believing that I'm going to praise God in advance because I've been communicating with him. It's just not I just didn't wake up this morning and say, oh, I'm going to talk to God today. You got to make sure that it's a priority. That's why it's so important to make sure you're communicating with God every day. Prioritize. Priority means it has a position of some importance. All of us have a responsibility to make it a priority. A person who does not make it a priority won't amount to much in life. If you don't make prayer a priority, Especially when you get in the sense of pride saying, well, I got my degree. I got this and I got that. Don't you know God can snatch all of that away to let you know that whatever you have, I gave it to you. Oh, because pride can bring you to a great fall, great fall. So please be careful that you don't let pride get in the way. Let's go to Matthew 6 and 33. Matthew 6 and 33. We have to prioritize. We have to make our priorities, put them on the top of your list of our lives, and it should be prayer. Yes. In Matthew 6 and 33, it says, but seek ye first 
the kingdom of God. The first thing before your heat, yo, excuse me, the first thing when you get up in the morning, your eyes wake up before your feet hit the ground. You ought to be seeking God. You ought to be seeking, as the scripture says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added. And it says, pray without ceasing in, in the word of God. All of this, this is good food, nourishment to keep our prayer life mm, uplifted and, and keep us praying constantly. It's not something you just add on. That's not just something you just do. Oh, I pray when I get in the car. You ought to have a prayer room in your house. I wonder, did y'all see that movie, The War Room? That grandmother, boy, she had, that mother had a prayer room where she had notes all on the wall. And after I saw that movie, I went and I got my prayer room, got in my prayer room, and I started saying, this is the position the atmosphere where the enemy know that he cannot bother me. You got to make it a, a, a priority that I'm going to have a prayer room, not only a prayer life, but get your prayer room. Oh, the scripture says, when thou prayest, go into thy secret closet. Where is your closet? In your house. Some of y'all looking for shoes, dresses, and I ain't talking about that. You got to go into your prayer room. It says, when thou prayest, that's the, what the word of God says, go into your secret closet and pray and talk to God. Mm. What does it mean to pray without ceasing? Just a lot of mumbling. Is that what prayer, is that what it is? Jesus, help us, God, today. Mm. But you have to know that prayer uh, is, 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 a weapon to against the wiles of the enemy and what the darts he send. You have to have continuance. Prayer without ceasing is continuous reoccurrence of something. Continuous reoccurrence of something, a lifestyle. Do you just pray when things are going your way? When sickness hits, lose your job, all of a sudden God has our attention. God help us. God has our attention. The minute you done lost your job, the minute something happened in your life, God has your attention. That's another part of being a part-time lover. That's why you be, have to be consistent in your praying. The truth is he wants our attention at all times. In Luke 18 and 1, let's go to Luke 18 and 1. And it says, and he spake a parable unto them to this end that men ought always to pray and not faint. This is not the time to faint. Do you need to recognize, um, excuse me, you need to recognize that this is the time for you to appreciate and take advantage of the opportunity to communicate with God. And thank God you have a mind to wanna pray. Don't you know that it's a blessing because people are in a state now, they're, they're so, um, they're so uh, bottled down with struggles and heaviness. But you, when you have a mind to pray in the midst of it, that, that's a blessing. 
because that's, that means that you're holding fast to believing who your God is. So you have to have a mind to pray, Lord, I thank you every, I thank God every day I have a mind to pray. Even in my prayers, I'm saying, God, I thank you for the mind to wonder. Thank you for the right mind. Don't you know that people are losing their mind every day? It's saints in the church that don't have a mind to pray. They come to the house of God and that's the only time they pray. But listen, when you make it an everyday living, you got to know that it's important. Yes, it's important. Ah, he feels what you feels. Ah, Hebrews 5, uh, excuse me, 4 and 14. Let's go there right quick. I'm running out of time. For we have not an high priest which cannot touch the feelings of our infirmities, but was in all points tempted like as we are yet without sin. Let us therefore come boldly. Are you going boldly before the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace? Listen, we need mercy every day. So you have to boldly, boldly get down on your knees daily and pray to God. It's a blessing to have an awesome God uh, to be interested in every facet of our life. And if you listen to him, follow him, you will have a life and listen of everlasting Lord Jesus. You have to listen. You got to learn to hear God's voice. When you get down on your knees and pray, you got to learn to hear God's voice. Have you ever talked to somebody and they always talking? They talking, talking, talking. They always talking and don't want, don't hear what you saying. You got to keep repeating and saying, do you hear what I'm saying? Sometimes that's how God feels. You get down on your knees and throw out your whole list to God. And sometimes you have to have a quiet moment, have a quiet moment so you can hear what God is saying to you. Oh, Jesus, give this parable to remind us of how God listens to us and provide our needs. He was telling them this to show them that at all times you are to pray and not to lose heart. You can't doubt that God hears you. You got to know that God is willing and able to hear your prayers and work it out at the same time. Listen, I am just still excited. This is part one. This is part one. And I want you to put it down on your notes. The priority of prayer. And I hope this has helped you. I hope this has brought things to your attention to have a better prayer life. Yes, it's very important that communication with God. And sometimes you have to realize that you can be in a place where you don't have time to get down on your knees and pray. But once you realize that, Lord, I didn't already pray in the, at the top of my day, so God, I pray at the top of this day will be commanded by mm, the God of my salvation on my life. This day, hallelujah, I, I will operate. Everybody that comes in contact with me will be under subjection with the spirit of the Lord on my life because I started my day with communicating with God. So that's what you have to learn how to do and make sure that God is, yes, 
first priority in your life. I hope that has blessed you. Just put it in the chat. I'm making him a priority. I am making it a priority. I am making it a priority. Prioritizing prayer in my life is very important. Ah, yes, Lord. Father, we thank you for this time of prayer. We thank you for this time. I pray right now, God, that this moment of Bible study will take root in their life, God, that they will have a better communication with you in their daily lives. In Jesus' name, it is so I declare it. Listen, the next time I see you, I'm declaring right now that you're going to have a better prayer life. God bless you. God bless you. Well, it is a time of sowing. It is a time of sowing. It is a time of sowing. Listen, this is another way you can prioritize. Sometimes I, I'm praying to God and I'll say when it becomes regarding the, uh, what, the way of giving, the way I give, I'll say, Lord, I'm putting a seed on it. Just like you put a praise on it, you ought to try to put a seed on it. So that's what I am admonishing you today is to prioritize and put a seed on whatever you're asking God for. Put a seed. If you want somebody saved in your life, plant a seed. This don't have nothing to do with gambling. This has all to do with planting in good ground and in good soil and believing that God will take this seed and, and make it come to fruition in your life with victory. Yes, that's what we're doing today. So get a prioritizing seed in your hand. Get a seed in your hand. And you know the ways are giving. The ways of giving are on the screen. Of course, we have different ways of giving. You can mail your gift in. You can go to PayPal uh, at geikojic.org, and you can go to Giblify, and then you can go to Text to Give. Text any amount to 28950. Listen, we're prioritizing. Then you can go to Cash App, dollar sign G-E-I Kojic. One, this is a part of prioritizing. Put a seed on it. Put a seed on it. Put a seed on that deliverance that you need. Put a seed on that healing that you need. Put a seed on that righteous, clean mind that you need. Put a seed on your prayer life to be better. How about that? Yes, and I'm going to do the same thing on today. And I am giving. Listen, God gives seed to the sowers but he gives the harvest to receivers. Yes, he does. He gives the harvest to receivers. So we are receiving what God has for us today. Lord, I pray right now for those that are giving, Lord, and planting into good ground and into good soil. Lord, I pray that you will replenish back what they have given unto you and offer unto you the sacrifices of their seed in the name of Jesus. God, I pray that they will in the next few days, hallelujah, in the next few days, I pray, God, by taking root of this word that has given unto us today by prioritizing, we're going to put you first. Yes, Lord. Not because we want your, the things that you have for us, but God, we want to seek you first. 
because you are the righteous and only living God of the Most High. So we thank you for the blessings that will come forth in Jesus' dear name. Amen. God bless you. I'm looking forward to your great future. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God bless you. And I will see you next time. Don't forget to prioritize and put your priorities in the right perspective. God bless you. I love you. As we are a church driven by the cross, we seek to provide the tools you need to stay the course. So add our Gregory Manual podcast on Apple and Spotify, filled with your favorite Sunday sermons and midweek motivations. Follow our bishop, first lady, and church on all social media platforms to stay connected and to see what's happening.